So one of the top running backs in the class, uh, local guy who Miami's been working very, very hard on, he decommits from Ohio State, but Miami's not the favorite now. What's going on? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host of the University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. This episode uh, is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs because we got our guy John Garcia hopping on in a second. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. John joins us. He is the director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Uh, great friend of the program. Great friend of the network here. So, John, um, yeah, I, I got I got very excited uh, last night when I saw Mark Fletcher, four-star running back out of American Heritage, uh, decommitting from Ohio State, which people have been speculating on for months now. Uh, and I know Miami's been working very hard for Fletcher, but. All the momentum is in Gainesville right now. He just had a visit there, and apparently it was a very productive visit. Then a couple days later, he decommits. Uh, can you give me some good news from a Miami standpoint? Well, look, I mean, there's recent precedent to suggest that we can't always track it tangibly and expect the result to follow through, right? Hello, uh, Cormani McLean recruitment, right? The visits don't always tell the story. And look, I think if you would have said, Alex, hey, uh, 10 days ago and prior, Mark Fletcher is going to decommit from Ohio State. Immediately, your, your mind goes to Miami, right? From a recruiting yeah. standpoint, from a need standpoint, look, that's the only position where Miami is, is zero. There's zero on the board at the running back spot right now. So the priority, the local uh, ties to him uh, make a lot more sense. Uh, and he had just visited Miami a couple weeks ago, right? He spent his November in Miami Gardens and then in Gainesville before decommitting from the school in Columbus, Ohio. So he would have been fresh off of a Canes visit at that point. Uh, wasn't a great game for the Canes, but a Canes visit. Nonetheless, more face time with Mario Cristobal and the coaching staff, Kevin Smith uh, in particular, the running back coach. But then, of course, a week goes by, visits Florida. Florida has their best rushing game of the millennium, it feels oh, like. Yeah. And he decommits from Ohio State right after that. And what's interesting about that trip, Dono, is that it was a surprise. There was not a whole lot of talk of Fletcher visiting Florida. There's been talk about Fletcher decommitting from Ohio State, like you said, since since the summer, it feels like. But not a lot of talk about the Florida Gators. The longstanding thought was Ohio State's going to be tough to beat. If he does back off, Miami is going to have a good opportunity to keep him home. I still believe that is on the table. One, because we can't just follow the trips and, and the timeline and expect that to dictate how the recruitment goes. And two, for a long time, Mark has told us and, and been honest about, hey, Miami is going to keep pushing. They're not going to stop until National Signing Day. Three, we don't have a timeline. I think that's maybe the most critical part of this. If this was going to be a one-to-one -one flip, decommit yeah. from one school, pick the other, 
I do think that momentum, the surprise visit up to Gainesville has some legs in that regard. Uh, so I do think there's still some hope here for Miami. Um, but it's another one of these Miami and Florida battles. It's the story <laughs> of recruiting in this cycle. It. It's back and forth. Uh, each school has flipped the recruit from the other school. And each school has certainly held buzz against the other for top uncommitted targets. Now Mark Fletcher is kind of the one uh, in the crosshairs for both programs. Florida does have a running back on board and in, in Trey on Webb. He is close to Mark Fletcher, so you can take that for, for what it's worth. He's hinted at Fletcher jumping on board. And like you said, the, the momentum from a, a media perspective is with the Florida Gators, but uh, there's still no timeline. There's still over a month until National Signing Day, so things can and probably will change, right? This is – this isn't a, a Polk County kid uh, or, or Osceola kid or a Tampa kid. This is a South Florida, Lauder Hill kid. So the, the all bets are off from a projection standpoint in, in this regard. And we do know, again, Miami has been pushing as long as anyone. Once Mario Cristobal's staff got put in place and Kevin Smith was hired, he was one of the first prospects to really feel the, the new energy of the coaching staff. And that has not changed, especially as Miami has sort of struck out at the running back position. So I think Miami needs to get back into the race if the perception is true and Florida is, is maybe out front. And these battles between Miami and Florida have been incredible. There have been so many surprises. And then, of course, you talk about places that are like Gator territory. You can also say that about places like Lakeland and then Cormani McLean commits to Miami, Orlando as well, uh, with the whole Malik Bryant saga. Yes. This has been wild in itself, John, because, um, I don't know, three, four days ago, there was a ton of momentum that Bryant, four-star linebacker out of Orlando Jones, was going to pull a Jaden Rashada and flip to Florida. Uh, I, I was talking to every source I have on this, and I was getting, depending on who I talked to, I got different answers from everybody, John, on this. But somebody did tell me um, that they got word a few hours before his social media post, like, I think you can breathe a sigh of relief on Malik. And then he posted what he posted on Twitter uh, so what, what was re your reaction to that? And I'm still I'm not going to be cocky because, John, I know that these battles aren't really over until signing day, despite what he tweeted. Yes. December 21st. If you haven't already circled it on the calendar, Canes fans, this is the time to do it, because that's when you know the momentum doesn't matter, because now it's tangible. It's it's signed. It's literally written in, in stone there. So, yeah, that will be fun. And, and look, we should expect surprises along the way with these two. Let, let's be honest, these two great recruiting staffs. I mean, both first year coaches in, in the Sunshine State trying to turn around historically great programs. Um, and they've hit the ground running, uh, to say the least, from a recruiting standpoint. So that back and forth is not going away either. So it's yeah. something that uh, both fan bases really need to kind of settle in on. Uh, all the while, Mike Norvell has the best on-field product. So it's just fascinating, as it always is, in the state of Florida. But look, Malik Bryant was a big deal, like you said. Legit momentum. Remember, before he committed to Miami, there was a lot of Florida momentum. That was yeah. viewed as a true back-and-forth battle. And you could argue that um, – Florida had momentum, more momentum for uh, Malik Bryant than a lot of these Miami commitments that were including the Gators in their conversation. Certainly, uh, it felt like more of a 50-50 battle compared to a Cormani McLean where all the buzz was with the Florida Gators. So I think in that regard, you feel good about maybe holding on to Malik Bryant. Some of that comfort and, and finality of, of the decision-making process started to get out before he committed. He followed through with Miami and has stuck on board since. And I think it's important to bring up Jaden Rashada like you did. Uh, this is this was the turning point for both programs now twice, right? So when yeah. Rashada initially picked uh, Miami over Florida, 
it was like rock bottom for the Florida recruiting uh, side of things. And, and they have bounced back in a very big way. And, and they'll probably admit one day that that was the turning point, losing out on Rashada in the summer months. And then conversely, when Rashada flipped from Miami to Florida just a couple weeks ago, you see publicly the, the line in the sand drawn. Um, and Kane's commits started coming out and making these bold statements. Not all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Yeah. Malik Bryant wasn't in the first wave of, hey, I'm a Kane, don't worry about it type of uh, social media posts. But he did come around and do that. And, and you just wonder with Francis Maui Goa, Malik Bryant, there's still a lot of Gator targets on that Miami commitment list and vice versa, right? Down the yeah. stretch, you just wonder how much that stuff is, is going to matter down the stretch. But obviously, all things even, you'd rather have the kid a month before signing day come out and say, hey, I'm going to be a hurricane. I can't wait. And I thought Malik's was unique in that he talked about how quickly he was going to be a hurricane. And then after his college days, how he would always refer to himself as a hurricane grad. I thought that one had a little bit more pizzazz and personal touch as opposed to some of the other ones. It looked like, it looks like the staff has kind of nudged these commits. Like, Hey, for sure. We lost Rashada. It's a huge deal. Let's not, let's not uh, dismiss that, but also let's double down. If you're going to be a cane, let's let the world know. So uh, fascinating stuff uh, behind the scenes and, and obviously publicly, with these with these recruits and and I think the retention the potential retention of Malik Bryant's commitment is something that that shouldn't be undersold to Kane's fans. Well, we have a lot of names we need to ask John Garcia about. He's the director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Want to get his take on Damari Brown? Is it going to be the Canes for the four star corner? Samson Okunlola. Hopefully, he had a terrible time on that reported Florida visit. We'll we'll see what the the pancake honcho is up to. Ruben Bain, like, is he ever going to commit anywhere? He might just say, you know what, I'm not going to play football anymore. I'm, I'm tired of this. Uh, Samuel Mapemba has Miami at his finalists. Uh, we'll talk about Chris Johnson. We have a lot to get to, guys, uh, but I want to talk about Nugenics. I'm getting older. I'm fighting off that dad bud. I'm trying to get more energy. I, I want to be able to work out harder and just feel young again. So if you're feeling like you just can't get in shape, it's not your fault. As men age, our body naturally loses free testosterone. That's the man hormone. It happens to every man, and it can make it difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. Do you remember when winning felt easy? Because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production, what some folks have called the winner hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and get that swagger back? If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you always want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like Testofin. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics Total T can help you re-energize your life and help you get back to the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. Now, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, the most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free, when you text the word college to 231231 text college to 231231 texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages consent not required to purchase message and data rates may apply so text college to 231231 and get a complimentary bottle of nugenics total tea i feel all all hyped up on that total tea now 
I just need Mario Cristobal to get. He doesn't need it. What am I talking about? He doesn't need it to close in recruiting. John Garcia Jr. is with us, head of football recruiting from Sports Illustrated. He's brought to us uh, by LinkedIn Jobs. Uh, so, uh, John, uh, Pancake Concho, Samson Okunlola, uh, he, he is going to announce in December because he wants to be an early enrollee wherever he goes. Uh, you know, Miami's been considered the longtime favorite for him, but as a five-star offensive tackle, everybody wants this guy, right? Bama, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, Florida. He reportedly uh, had a midweek visit there. Uh, what, what Anything we should know about the recruitment of the Pancake Concho? Yeah, still curious about the official visits, right? We, we've talked about Ohio State um, feeling good about potentially getting him on campus. Those reports are starting to f- surface up just a little bit more. You, you just mentioned Florida. They've kind of been the dark horse contender maybe all along for Oakland Lola. So that one will be fascinating, but he still has two official visits left to take. And like you said, very important to note, now he's going to decide in December. There was a little bit of buzz for him maybe holding off in order to take those official visits in January. So with that off the table, if he's going to take the trips, it's got to be here in the next few weeks, right? We're we're rolling close uh, towards National Signing Day. So obviously his visits will be many, uh, many eyeballs uh, attached to. But remember, took an official, unofficial, excuse me, to Miami. He had already taken that uh, official visit in the summer, was back uh, in South Florida earlier this fall. I thought that was really important. And to me, telling uh, about uh, where the interest in Miami was for Okunlola. He was already high on the Canes preseason, and it looks like uh, that is still very much the case. But the question becomes, who are the true contenders? And I think the official visit destinations are going to help tell that story. Surely unofficials to Florida and other schools are important, but the official visits are really going to tell the story. And again, to me, Ohio State, Oregon could be some schools uh, to watch in this thing down the stretch, along with the three he, of course, visited officially in the summer, Miami, Alabama, and Michigan State. Uh, It just, again, it just looks like another Big boy battle, Miami, Bama, Ohio State, Oregon, Florida, the same schools we keep talking about for these elite recruits, uh, and and Miami's still right in the thick of it. I I don't think anybody has a great gauge on this recruitment since the late summer when Miami held all of the momentum for Oakland Lola. So uh, what's to say something has changed uh, in that regard at this point? Uh, Samson himself is very quiet. He's hinted at a big decision coming soon. I know that kind of blew Twitter up. The other day, uh, and then again, that's probably going to be the top three or the top five, right? Or or the decision date, right? Just because oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. important to note, yeah. early signing period begins December twenty first. It's the unofficial national signing day, but of course, the period does extend throughout the rest of that week. So December twenty second, December twenty third, we do expect to see a couple of kids waited out to kind of have the spotlight, right? And if you're the pancake honcho and nil and branding is important to you that could be something that is uh, advantageous to your, your, your future. So schools are going to accommodate it as well, right? He's clearly the, mm. the top offensive tackle left on the board for just about all these programs that we're talking about. So that will be as fascinating a recruitment as there is because he's as quiet as he is. Maybe you can give me some good news because there's a lot of iffy players on my list. Uh, Damari Brown, four-star corner out of American Heritage. Uh, Miami is, has been believed to be the favorite for him. What are you hearing? 
the final group is out. It's it's bigger than two schools, but it has yeah. felt like a two school deal for some time. No disrespect to Florida State, which is is kind of hung around in a lot of these races, and we're not talking about FSU as much. Uh, but this recruitment in particular feels like um, Miami's long held some advantages here: legacy recruit, location, all of those things. And then Alabama has sort of emerged as the primary contender. Remember. For every Cormani McLean battle you win against an Alabama, they yeah. now also move to their next targets. And Damari Brown, especially with the last 12 to 18 months that he's put on tape, some really standout performances against some great players in South Florida at wide receiver, he has upped his stock to where Clemson, Bama, Miami, uh, Florida State are all very high on him among the top uncommitted corners in the class. And, and, Gosh, everybody needs a, a six foot plus corner with great technique and pedigree against great players. So, again, that one has felt like a Miami Alabama battle, but going into that McLean decision, it, it felt like an Alabama Florida battle. So, hard to peg down just uh, how that feels, although there is legacy status and location that really favors the Canes in this regard. Uh, but he loves T-Rob uh, up at Alabama. Mm -hmm. So that's something to note um, as well. So that one will be really fierce here down the stretch. Uh, we talk about Miami not having that running back on board. Bamba doesn't have that true corner on board yet. And that's not something we see every cycle. So if Cormani McLean's recruitment is totally done, then Alabama's really going to start to zero in and go all in on Damari Brown. So sooner the better if, if you're a Canes fan in that regard. And, and obviously he's confirmed a December timeline as well. So I think that's good news in and of itself. With some of the players we talk about, like Mark Fletcher, for example, we can say the longer this goes, the better of a chance Miami has, right? Because right. he's got like the Florida momentum right now. Sometimes I see the opposite, though. Like, the longer this goes, maybe the worse Miami's odds are. And I feel that way with Reuben Bain. Um, you know, I still I, – I hope he ends up at Kane because he could be such a great ambassador for Miami. He's a legacy. He's local. It's, middle name is Hurricane, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Reuben Hurricane Bain. Like, I, I need him in Miami. But, yeah, I feel like if, if he really, really wanted to be a Kane, he could have made his commitment months ago. Am, am I right to feel that way? I think you are. Uh, and there's reason to worry, right? The on-field product hasn't lived up to, to really anyone's expectation. And simultaneously, his stock, just like Damari's, has only increased, right? You're talking, what is it, 40-plus sacks over the last two years. He even missed some games this year. I mean, it's just crazy production at a pass rusher position that, again, everybody needs on their roster. So, Alabama and Auburn, Louisville is, is like a sneaky program in, in, in their Bain recruitment. And then Florida State is, is right there as well. Like I said, they keep kind of coming up, uh, up in Tallahassee. They're, they're looking to have a strong finish here down the stretch. Uh, and, and look, it's, it's one of those where you throw out the tangible. Again, when you talk about a South Florida recruit, Auburn is confident without a head coach. I mean, that is yeah. that, if that's not quintessential recruiting in South Florida, I don't know what is so i think bain's decision will be fascinating i will say though in terms of should he have already been committed to the hurricanes i'll give him credit ruben has always stuck with that december timeline it feels mm, like for the last okay. year folks have been asking him hey can you do something sooner do you see something happening quicker and he has always said i plan on making a decision late in the cycle possibly on national signing day so to his credit he is sticking to that timeline that he established even before 
some of these programs really started to prioritize it. But still, just from a human and feel perspective, it does feel like the longer it goes, the better for every school not named Miami. But I, I still do feel like Miami's got a really good shot to keep him and or Damari Brown and Mark Fletcher, for that matter, uh, within the Tri-County area. And I think that's where you start to evaluate this Miami finish, right? Can you keep some of these elites home? Because going into California and American Samoa and the Northeast with Okanlola, all that stuff is great. Polk County with Cormani, but really Mario Cristobal was hired to keep elite talent home. And I think that is how you can start to judge the close, because if there's any region of kid that should give Miami the benefit of the doubt, when things aren't great on the field, it should be those local legacy recruits and Miami's after a couple of them uh, in a very big way on defense. Guys, keep it locked right here. John Garcia, Jr., head of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated, is with us. Got to ask him about Samuel Mapemba. Can we keep that IMG pipeline moving? I'll tell you what I always keep moving, and that is betonline.net. That segue made no sense, but it doesn't need to make sense because BetOnline is my spot. I'm on the website every single day, guys, checking on the odds. I'm checking on their podcasts, their reports. They arm you with the info you need to win your bets. Bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, esports. We've got it all at Bet Online. And if you love sports podcasts, you find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, talking recruiting here with John Garcia Jr., Sports Illustrated. So uh, the Miami Hurricanes make the final cut for Samuel Mapemba for his December 4th announcement. Um, this this one feels like a very strong Georgia lean, but I know like I know the attitude Crystal Ball has. Like uh, like he was quoted recently in saying for him with recruiting, this is like a seven overtime basketball game that's just now getting started. So like he's he's not counting himself out of any battles. Uh, so what's going on with uh, Mapemba, the five-star edge rusher from IMG Academy? I think that part is where you start, right? IMG, where there's been so much Miami momentum since the summer, whether it's the current commitments, the new additions to that ascender roster, Miami has has dominated that conversation. I, again, media day at IMG this preseason, it was on everybody's mind, including Sam's, you know, and, and I actually asked him because, of course, we, we could all see this Florida versus Miami battle brewing for a lot of kids and he's one of them um, in addition to Georgia and Tennessee hey what's the difference between these two schools and and he was right down the middle he really couldn't push one way or the other he said well Florida's in the SEC and that's where the best of the best play but Miami's got the momentum right now that the competition is going to be great and his buddy Francis Maui Goa who he goes against every day and has really credited for his own ascent as a pass rusher, because remember, Pemba was a tight end last year, backing up Jaleel Skinner, uh, another uh, IMG uh, Miami uh, standout. You know, he he made that move, and Maui Goa has has really pushed him towards being this elite, uh, no doubt or pass rusher that everybody wants. You know, I think that's a big pull for the Hurricanes. Conversely, Florida's in it. Georgia has held the momentum, I think, for the longest period of time. Um, Tennessee has has been close for a lot of these IMG guys, but it just felt like they've, they've been uh, a little bit on the outside looking in. The real surprise for me, Dono, was when he announced the finalists, it was all regional. It was all Southeastern uh, schools, even though he's a St. Louis kid. So Mizzou, mm -hmm. where, where he had visited, didn't make the cut. Oregon was getting some dark horse love um, and comments from him. Obviously, they didn't make the cut. So I think in that regard, 
it's good for the Hurricanes. It appears as if everyone's looking up at Georgia, uh, but it's something that is potentially attainable, right? Uh, the familiarity, he can still get back down quite easily to Coral Gables, maybe for the pick game or after that point to wrap up uh, his recruitment. That's certainly something Miami is going to push for. And with a kid like that, a puncher's chance feels good. You know, mm, you, you just yeah. want to be in the race again. I will always liken uh, things back like like this to the Cormani McLean recruitment, right? A puncher's chance is what it felt like in that regard, and uh, that punch landed in a very big way. And there's really been no buzz elsewhere since. So I think it's it's like you said, foolish to count out Miami for any of these kids at this point. And like Mario said, there's still kind of a long way to go. It doesn't feel like it from a calendar standpoint. But from a decision-making standpoint, um, Georgia has only recently grabbed this buzz for Mpemba. So shouldn't it potentially easily shift another way before uh, National Signing Day? He's one that the commitment isn't the final stage since he's committing uh, December 4th. And another, what, almost three weeks are to go down between that and National Signing Day. So he'll be uh, another fascinating recruit. Him and Oak and Lola, I think, are yeah. maybe two of the most fascinating down the stretch. I love it. Great stuff as always here. John Garcia Jr., Director of Football Recruiting for Sports Illustrated. Follow him on Twitter at John Garcia underscore junior. Check out his work in SI. John, thank you so much. Tell my guy, uh, air quotes Brandon, that I say hello when you, when you talk to uh, to Brandon on Locked On Gators. To, we, we've yes. got the right. If you think the rivalry stops in recruiting, Brandon and I, we're going at each other. And if you guys want to make some nasty comments on Brandon's uh, YouTube feed, the way the Gator fans do on my feed every day, keep it civil. But have at it. John, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. Always a pleasure. Take care, boss. All right, that'll do it. Everyone, make sure you tune in to Locked On Sports today and make sure you tune into our next episode tomorrow. Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.